Hello and welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll and this is episode 48 and we're talking Revenge of Shinobi for the Mega Drive or the Genesis. And yeah, I absolutely love this game. This was one of my first games when I used to play back when I was a kid. It was I when I got my first Mega Drive from my dad. I absolutely love this. Uh, I got that Mega Games 1, I think, or Mega Games 2, I think it was on, which came with Shinobi, Streets of Rage 1, and Golden Axe, and it was my first real go of video games, and I thank my dad forever for giving me that Mega Drive, because, oh my god, I loved it. My guest this week is CPC, the Christian Pokemon champion, and we had a good old natter about Revenge of Shinobi, and it's great. Now, if for those who are new to the show, this is a shortened version of the show, just because I am currently on my holiday still, I am in good old England, myself, the Queen, and Hiccups are away, we're not back for another two weeks, we're back for episode 50, but for now, this is just a shortened version, so we're not going to be playing Revival, so Survive or Die, we're not going to be playing, doing 16 bits of nonsense, there's no news, it is literally just getting straight into it. Before we do that, I just need to do the plugs, because that's how I help save for a house deposit. If you want to support the show, you can do so in a number of ways. Wherever you're listening to this, please give it a five-star review. Please give it a comment whether you think you like it or not, because it really helps the algorithm. And whenever I put the post up the new episodes out on Twitter, please share it because it helps us reach new viewers. And if you want to help the show support the show financially, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars, where for $1 each week, you get access to your own weekly show called DLC, where I'll talk about absolutely anything on my mind. And as a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 21, and the 10 Smash Brothers characters I want to see in, I should say, the 10 characters I want to see in Smash Brothers. Now looking at Dante, Dante from Devil May Cry. Yeah, this is a bit of an easy one, but Dante has always been festering around when it comes to those lists of who characters want to come in. And eventually he did get his own me skin. Uh, I think a lot of people were a bit disappointed with that. But the Devil May Cry games are awesome. We will cover them one day on the show. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they're just so much full of fun when you're playing 1, 2, 3, 4. And when you consider originally they were meant to be Resident Evil. That's how Resident Evil was going to be. Uh, when Capcom got hold of Sorry, when Nintendo got hold of them and they decided to go down this route. They are fantastic. I love it. And Dante is just great. He's a big, gruff um charismatic devil hunter with two big ass guns and one big dock off sword that can turn into a demon need i say more he, he just he fits so well like when you've seen him in the marvel vs capcom 3 he just fits and that was episode 21 i'm looking at 10 video game characters i want to see appear in smash brothers now, what else do you get for your money? Well, you also get access to our own Discord. We're trying to build our own little community where we can feel safe to talk about absolutely anything we want. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. You get a chance to take part in all our shows normally. of 16 bits of nonsense, survive or die. Take maybe comments on the game that we're going to do or on DLC. You get the chance for me to butcher your names, which I will do so when I get back. So there's a heads up. But if you do sign up for Patreon, don't worry. I will be able to do all that stuff whilst I'm abroad. And I'll be able to add you in. And you'll get instant access to all 21 episodes straight from the off. Okay, so Revenge of Shinobi. Loved it. As I said, it was a great game I from a childhood. Hard as balls playing it. Holy shit, I forgot how hard it was and how good my skills were as a 10-year-old or whatever, how old I was. I was fucking class back then. But this was a game, you know, came out a long time ago, and we haven't seen Shinobi for a long time, which is a bit of a shame. But the funny thing with this game is I forgot how many liberties this thing took with copyright, and there's no way when you look at it now, this game's coming out now. Just no chance with the copyright problems it has. But that's enough of me rambling. Let's get into it with Mr. CPC. So I'm going to turn some music on. And when I come back, myself and CPC are going to be talking about the Revenger Shinobi, which came out for the Mega Drive in Europe on March 22nd, 1990. Fuck me, I'm old. (music) 
Returning once again to the show is Mr. CPC, the Christian Pokemon champion. How are you, my friend? What's up, man? Thanks for coming, making, uh, allowing me back again. Always, always, always. And this time he's actually played the game because we have a history with this, don't we, my <laughs> friend? <laughs> yeah, I played the game. <laughs> We're talking Revenge of Shinobi for the Sega Mega Drive or Genesis for you. Mm-hmm. And like, I I have a lot of memory with this game. Like this was one of the first video games I ever played. Oh, wow. You're kind of uh, uh, showing how old you are. You're outing yourself right now. <laughs> Back off. But <laughs> okay. I, I got it with when my dad bought me a Mega Drive 2. Uh, as my first, maybe my brother's first games console that came, he got us like two games and they were classed, what were they called? Like the oh, Power Game or something like Mega Power Game something. And there were three games in one. Yeah. And this was the second one and it had Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, and Revenge of Shinobi. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, this was the first time we ever played video games. And oh, this, I love Revenge of Shinobi, but Jesus Christ, it was hard. That's going to be a very interesting podcast then, because I, I, I've never, okay, I wasn't even born at this point. So um, it was actually made in 1989 or at least out uh, around then. And uh, it's going to be interesting because you have the experience of this being one of your first games. And then uh, for me, I, it's going to be interesting to I experience. I did my research. I did my research. So it'll be, uh, I would like to hear about your nostalgia. And then I'll be over here just telling you what a, uh, a person who is more new to the game will experience from this a modern a modern twist thank you because it was i wasn't three when i started playing video games but it was three i was three when this came out i can't remember how old i was when we got our first games console um but i i absolutely loved it because with the time i had nothing else really to compare it to it was you know i didn't have sonic on me um and yeah it was just basically joe is it a sashi can't remember his name Joe, fuck! What was the the main guy's name? That's how uh, bad. You know, uh, <laughs> actually, I could look it up real quick if you want me to. I think it's um, Joe. I think it's Joe Asashi. Joe something. Joe. This is Joe, how much. Okay, I got it. It's a uh, Musashi. Musashi. Joe Musashi. That's it. And it's so bad. It's like, why is he called? I. You know what? At the time, it didn't bother me. I had no mm. idea what was going on. But now I'm like, the freaking. Ninja Master's <laughs> called freaking Joe. Well, no, no, that's his white name. That's his white name. You know, every Asian has to have a white name. A white name. Like, it's like, because uh, it's a lot harder for us white people to understand. Well, of course. Like I'm, I'm trying to think. Did he have like? I should Google this. Was was that his actual name? I think that was his name for the whole series. It yeah. might be. There is some um uh Western type of content in this actually there's a lot of western content we'll talk about that oh there's a lot there's, there's a lot. lot of western content there's there's so much um, this was actually very interesting because during this time in 1980s tmnt teenage mutant Ninja turtles were um pretty dang big and so a lot of the boom of uh the eastern uh, uh fanaticism of uh of western people like us got really into the eastern stuff um, and vice versa too. A lot of the uh, people in Japan were very big on. Um, well, you'll, uh, you'll see a couple people in this game that actually have inspired a lot of their content as well. No, oh, yeah, one hundred percent. There's a, there's so much influence in here, and yeah, he's actually called Joe. He's actually called Joe in the Japanese one as well. Okay, fair enough. You really, is he? Yeah, Opera, it does say origin Japan, United States. So <laughs> he's just dual citizenship, man. He's got dual citizenship and he got adopted by the Aboro clan. All right, okay, fair enough. That's how you're gonna go it. But I love that it starts in the year 19xx. Oh, yeah, you you can't identify these things. 19xx this is ridiculous. That was common back then, actually. Like, you know, they didn't want to uh, specify there was like a, a futuristic game I remember uh in in the NES that was uh 2000xx. Well, that's the thing. We'll get we'll get into that stage now. <laughs> it's like shit. <laughs> I love those old video games. It's like in the year, and there's ones like in the year 2010. They have death games. Do we <laughs> do we? Well, I mean, I don't know. Have you seen? Uh, uh, well, there's Hunger Games. Have you seen that uh, one from uh, Korea? I forgot the name actually. Um, oh, 
Battle Royale. No, dude. Uh, it's really famous on Netflix. Why am I blanking out? Okay. Oh, I've do got um oh why am I blanking out? Mr. No, Beast did it. Why are we blanking why out? Why are we blanking you? out? It was the biggest Squid Games. Squid yes. Games. Why did that take forever Dickheads. for us? Every people on the radio go, and also Battle Royales from Japan, not Korea. I know. Come on. I, it's the first American one that came to my head. Yes, I should know. Battle Royale is my best films ever. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. I don't know how we got onto this, but yeah, you never know with these timelines and that sort of thing. Eventually, there may be a Hunger Games sort of thing, and if you want to apply for it, this is the show okay. to do so. Yeah. We'll okay. organize some free some free Hunger Games trials. You might not survive it, but we'll organize it. You know what? Like, you know, HPT, well, or Daniel. Ooh, Daniel. <gasps> yeah. uh, he's going to do some podcasting and some Hunger Games on the side. That's yeah. how you get some income. And I dress around as a ninja. Or oh, that'd be great. Oh, that would be so good. And it, you know what? I, I, I'm looking at the box art for this now. Oh, the box art was so good. I, I can see the 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 final boss, um, Zed, and I'm like, I never actually even got to the end of this game. I, no, as a kid, nah, nah. I got, mm. st- and the reason, right? Okay, so Shinobi or Joe moves so slow. He's not exactly running. He has no run feature. He just walks. Which he doesn't is... do the Naruto ninja run, you know? He doesn't do the Naruto ninja run. And he literally, if you'd be able to run, that'd be great because that would have solved my main problem with this game. But mm. Jesus Christ, he walks so freaking slow. And he's not using, you know, considering like Shinobi are meant to be like deadly assassins. He doesn't do any of that shit. What he's... do you mean? He's killing people left and right. He's killing some interesting characters too. Well, he's killing people left and right. Don't get me wrong. He is throwing his shit around. But he's not, like, doing it stealthily, is he? Oh, no, no. He's definitely not stealth. He's definitely not stealth. He's, he's just like... <laughs> it's like he comes onto the main show, go, ta-da, I'm here, let's fight. <laughs> he's doing in there John Rambo style. Oh, see, right, we'll get on to this, because you keep dropping these. Okay, so it's like, we'll get to this. Now, I... <laughs> The reason why we're getting on to this is, is literally, okay, if you think about when people put, let's look at Smash Brothers, okay, Smash Brothers. So when people want to have, oh, I want this person, this game, I want this person, you think of like Zora. Zora got into Smash Brothers. Do you imagine the amount of hoops that Disney would have had to get, as a Nintendo would have had to get through to get Disney to play ball? It would fucking tons. But in oh, this yeah. game, Someone just went, ah, it gives a shit about copyright. Just fucking put it in. We don't care. I am... All right. Yeah. You you want to say exactly who was in this game? Right. Okay. You can even go as far as how Shinobi looked, right? On the front, the logo oh. for the title screen. Because that was based on a Tori Hanzo. That had to be changed Ooh. at some point. But I remember as a kid, right? I remember as a kid going through this. And I was like, hang on. One of these bosses, that looks like... A Hulk Terminator? And it was. It was basically <laughs> the Terminator. Oh boy, oh boy. There's there's no like it's basically a green Terminator, but that was the Terminator. But the best one, the best one was that you were suddenly it was when you're on a you're on a train and you came off the train and you suddenly started fighting Spider-Man. It's like, what the fuck? What why are you here? What yeah, what A, why are you here? B, why are you trying to stop me? What the fuck? <laughs> like, man, Spider-Man's a mercenary, man. Well, that's the thing. Spider-Man's meant to be one of the purest. He's always known as the pure superhero. Can't be like twisted. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Zeo Zeo Need or Neo Zed basically got into his ear and offered him something, and he's on the attack. And it's like, holy shit, that is Spider-Man. I was like, why? Man, the economy, man, inflation really got to the guy. Oh, it bloody must have. It got to him so much. And he's like, right, I better just start killing this hero. And then the weird thing, right? You fight him and then he turned into a bat. It's like, what? But then, as I, I didn't realize at the time, you look at it mm-hmm. now, that's Batman. That is yep. this yep. Batman. It's like, holy the shit. economy got him so bad, he turned into a bad man. He turned into a Batman. Now I know. The, they actually had the licensing right Sega for Spider-Man. So they were like, ah, fuck it, just put him in. <laughs> it's like, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's actually a, like a show or a movie or whatever, something like that. Uh, uh, they had a lot of Spider-Man in, in Japan. 
Well, they do, but they actually, I remember when I went back and you can actually look at like, you know, the credits for this game and there's, there's the copyright for Spider-Man, but there's no mm. copyright for that. There's no copyright for Terminator. There's no copyright no. for the for the front picture with Atari Hanzo. And there's no bloody John Rambo basically makes an appearance as well. And he does. He's basically on my hated level of all time. And he's just, it's fucking John Rambo. And it's like, he's just, all right, fair enough. So everyone's joined the dark side. Everyone's mm-hmm. sod mm-hmm. this moral justice. We're going to join Neo Zed, the criminal syndicate, and just go on a killing spree. Fair enough. Every, everybody has a number, buddy. Everybody has a cost. Everybody has a cost. And it was just, okay, look, I can I can get behind it. I understand money's there, but I'll never understand why, <laughs> why Spider-Man changes into a bat. I was like, who for? <laughs> right, okay, we can just... We can just make this iconic character fuck everything about his history, and he's going to turn into a bat <laughs> with no explanation of how that's going to happen. He's just going to do it. I just realized it went from Marvel to DC as well. Yeah, how did DC not get involved the time and go? Uh, no. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm actually more amazed that Japan, Japan, let this happen. In Japan, uh, in terms of like anime tubing, you know, people who do uh, videos about anime, uh, they have to deal with a lot of problems in terms of copyright, but they don't have to deal with necessarily problems of sexualization. Yeah. Uh, in Japan, literally 15 year olds can be sexualized, which is crazy, by the way. Oh, that's but Japan. They're not okay with, huh? That's Japan. It is Japan, man. Uh, and that you know it's a different culture. So, uh, but nonetheless, the more prominent problem is copyright. You take anything, you're going to jail. I mean, like I'm amazed that Japan allowed them them themselves make it because it was. I don't know if the copyright was different in 1980s. Uh, I'm just astounded because people are being taken down on YouTube for copyright of anime tubing. Yeah, all the you yeah, look like... back 20, 30 years ago. What is this monster? It's Godzilla. Godzilla's there. Wow. Yeah, he was. Godzilla was in it as well. I know. It's great. Uh, well, that one, that one I can understand because it's like you can just talk to the actual person who works and owns that Godzilla. But I don't think they're going to go overseas and be like, bro, you mind if we just like have Batman? Or no, no, even better. <laughs> let's just have Spider-Man turn into Batman. Have just you cool with that? Yeah, it's well, I know when they did later versions, because um, like they had to do another port, and when they did, mm-hmm. yeah. all that's been changed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they had four times they had to change it. That's well, you wonder why? It's like tickets. What do you think you were getting away with? Like Godzilla's not Godzilla anymore. The um, Spider-Man got recolored. Batman's obviously mm-hmm. not Batman. Rambo got recolored, and Atari oh, Hanzo yeah. basically got the face got changed as well. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's idiots. It is interesting that John Rambo, like, this is definitely aged, but, like, John Rambo was apparently as big as Spider-Man back in 1989. And nowadays, it's like, who was that guy? Yeah, that's the thing. You, you, John Rambo is kind of a relic from the past, really. And he's like, mm-hmm. it's only when he appeared in, like, Mortal Kombat, a lot of people are like, holy shit, like, maybe my generation, but other generations are going to go, who the fuck's John Rambo? <laughs> Bro, why is this guy going crazy with him with that uh, uh, machine gun? I've never seen John Rambo, so I, I can't say anything about that. See, there's the thing. That's the reference, isn't it? But that's the th- this goes back to, you know, like legendary characters. And we said about, you know, John Rambo. And then you've got like all these legendary ninjas, um, you know, like Strider, who are you? But then you've got Joe. <laughs> Joe. Just Joe Gardner. I mean, just Joe <laughs> Musashi. Just Joe. And I don't think he's been... There's, I know his character's kind of dead now. Like, we don't see him in anything else. Um, no. Well, I don't think he's been... I, I think the last game he was in was, like, there was one for the 3DS, and that was about it. I don't think there's been anything else since then. Um, Do you know if he was in Sega versus... Uh, uh, there was this uh, Sega versus... Ah, I don't even know. Uh, Tanuchi, Taneki? I don't oh, know. Oh, I had Cross Guy. I don't think he was in that. Was he? No. Oh, uh, I don't know. I... Oh, it's that's sad, man. Sorry, Shinobi. Yeah, I think it's a shame, but I think it was. I think because you've got like other games like Ninja Gaiden, you know, basically mm-hmm. probably do a much better job, and that's probably what's like ah, fuck it, we can't, we can't be asked doing this. Because speaking of Ninja Gaiden, maybe we should talk about that a little bit. But finish your sentence. I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, I was gonna say because you know maybe Ninja Gaiden's just done everything. It's like a better character, better history, and they just thought now stop this series because. 
I, I only ever played two Shinobi games, and that was it. That's all I ever played. There were, I believe, four total, unless I'm mistaken. Or yeah, there not. was there was Revenge of Shinobi. Well, there were actually earlier ones than this, but I played Revenge of Shinobi and Shinobi 3. And they were the only ones I ever played, and I never finished either of them. Oh, dude, you got to fix that, man. You got to have closure with Shinobi, closure with Joe. This, do you know what? I do need to give us another. It's hard. It's a hard game. And like, because you, you basically, well, you've got limited shurikens. Although I'm, I'm at the back of my head, I'm like, is he throwing shurikens? Is he throwing kunai? Because it looks like he's throwing kunai. But either way, it's a shuriken. But I know in the options, you can go and change the number to like from like, you know, start off with zero or start at 99. But I knew there was a way to change it to unlimited. So I was like, okay, I'll put that to unlimited shurikens. Done. That's one problem. <laughs> And you exactly. just go nuts and just start throwing them. And what was great about it was like, you know, basically just go along, not being a not being a shinobi, just, you know, hello, I'm here. Just fire at everybody. Go left to right. And that was it, really. Just go left to right, kill as many people as you can, beat the boss at the end. Done. Jobs are good. And that was essentially it. Um you had ninja powers or your magic powers as well, which was quite unique. Because <laughs> or shinobi do. And you had four four powers mm. one was um basically rain fire on everybody yeah. one was a big jump which i love the big jump as if his jump wasn't ridiculously big as it was anyway <laughs> he got an even bigger slow time jump he just the, turned into luigi all of a sudden he just literally turned into luigi that's a good way of putting <laughs> it you get the invincibility shield which i never used ever no, no. why I, well, because I'd rather just go in it. As I, I think as a as a kid, I didn't have any situations like where I need the shield. I was like, "Oh, just use your fire; you'll be fine. You won't have a problem." Danny then, boy over here, he's just big, big cojones over here. He doesn't care about getting hit. Well, exactly. Well, as a kid, I was like, "Our ah, responsibility. What's that? Fuck it, just go for it." <laughs> and then the fourth one was basically kill yourself, but you made yourself a bomb. There was at least one more, I believe, or at least I'm mistaken, because I didn't actually, I didn't technically play this, but there was one more, like an electric field, I think. That was the shield. That was, Oh, that was the shield? Oh, I completely misunderstood. I thought it was like an electric kind of a electric jutsu or whatever. Electric I mean? jutsu. <laughs> I mean, a thousand shurikens of, oh, wait, I'm messing up Naruto. I'm a Naruto, I'm sorry. Please believe me, but I forgot the word. Uh, Chidori. Oh yeah, it's a Chidori. Do you imagine that if he just suddenly whipped out a Chidori? That'd be absolutely class. And I don't think the Sega actually no, the Sega would be able to hold the sound because the sound was sound was freaking class on this game. The and oh. let's not worry about copyright. You can just put Chidori in there. Just put a Naruto in there as well. Yeah. At this point, it's all balls to the wall. Just just summon. I know you've not even thought Naruto at nineteen eighty nine, but so they just bring him in. He can jump <laughs> in. He can be a, a summon. And you know, be, the whole thing was he had your four ninja powers, but when you were near death. You, the idea was you basically blow yourself up because you do maximum oh. damage making yourself a bomb. But I don't think I ever did. Looking back, I don't know. I can't remember me ever doing that because I was like, why have you got an ability that kills yourself not knowing? I think as a kid, I was like, I didn't see that it actually hurt the other people. I just saw it as, oh, you can just kill yourself. That's a bit silly. Mm -hmm. And just left it as oh. that. Bro really turned into an electrode. Yeah, you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I used explosion. <laughs> That's the end. Uh... blip. He's like, can you imagine that? He says, oh, shit, he killed himself. Oh, hang on, he's back. I always wonder how in video games they sometimes the 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 bad guys don't think, hang on, did he just drop from the ceiling? Where the, where the fuck's he just come from? <laughs> right, right. Man, this guy. Like, he just blew himself up and he's back again? What? <laughs> There's just too many... Oh, he's doing... Uh, uh, oh, man. Shadow clone jutsu, man. I shadow clone jutsu, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. done the shadow clone jutsu, and that's what's got him through. And it was great because you had, um, you needed your powers at some point. But I, there was a log section in like a foresty level, and that's where I used to use the jumps, um, because you basically make that bit of breeze. It's not like doing Lion King, oh, fucking Lion King in the waterfall section. But the mm -hmm. one main problem I had with this game was mm -hmm. that because he didn't have a because he didn't have a, a run feature. I know he had a double jump, but I don't think I used that. And he had to time the double jump so well. Jumps were some of the hardest things to do in the game. Okay. And there was a one, the, the one level where you faced John Rambo. 
there was one jump and it was just before you got to Labyrinth and it was a huge, huge gap and I could never do this freaking jump. Is that where you stopped? <laughs> well, I did it, it all the time as a kid. I played it. I got through it once. I got oh, through this wow. jump once. I just could not. Maybe I needed to use the double jump better at the time, but I don't know. But I got through it once and I was like, I was like, holy shit. And I, as a kid, I tried for a long time. But jumps shouldn't be the main obstacle in a video game. No. I mean, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess you can say that Crash Bandicoot is essentially a jump problem kind of a game, but that's where you get the difficulty, I guess. Yeah, but it was never Crash was never a game where you think you've got to have Crash jump mm, at yeah. literally one foot over the wall. There's some <laughs> give and take here. When I was doing the Shinobi jumps, I felt I had to have literally Joe doing the perfect long jump. You know, his foot's got to touch the board correctly or he's dead. Come on, Joe Schmo, put some chakra into your feet. You can jump faster than that. Yeah, even even with the ninja jump, even with the ninja <laughs> jump, sometimes I didn't make it. That's how ridiculous this one jump was. And I was like, this is... Sh-. Well, I didn't say this was shit because I was a kid, but I just oh, lost heart. And then I eventually... I believe you'd say those bad words anyway back then. I believe you would. I was no, I was a good little boy. I was a good little because my mother would tell me off. I was like, sorry, mommy. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I eventually got through the... The lab onto labyrinth level once and just died really quick. So I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I've got no idea where I'm going. We didn't have the internet back then to basically make this game a breeze, which would yeah. have been absolutely great because it could have got you know through. But nah, never did it. I don't know. I think Godzilla's the boss for that level because I can't remember ever fighting Godzilla. Mm. Man, you I- missed out. That sucks. Well, I think I didn't. I didn't beat the final boss. <clears throat> I didn't beat Zed. Um. I- and I was like, oh, so that's the final boss. I said, like, oh, yeah, it's the guy on the front cover, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the foreshadowing, the juicy foreshadowing. The ju- well, I didn't realize when I was watching it that there was a, it was a good and bad ending for this game. And I thought, that's oh. brilliant. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, you want to explain that? So you fight the final boss. I said, again, I uh, can't say if ever. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler. Spoiler, and I can't say I've ever played it, so this is obviously me having to refresh memory. So you fight the final boss, and when he's basically whipping his hair back and forth, you can see your girlfriend um, in a cage, and there is a roof coming down, and basically you've got to say beat the final boss in a certain amount of time, or she dies. Yeah. And that's that's it. That's it. That's that... the like the ending is either you save your girlfriend or she dead. Yeah, and that's a grim way to die. It's a very interesting concept. I don't think I've ever heard of a dual ending in a sense of you got to save her or she's dead. Nah, not 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 at that stage. Not in like I would have been traumatized if that was what happened in <laughs> when I was a kid. I was I like, must, but not, you know, they were just trying to help you out, man. You know, they're making it so difficult so only kids cannot get through to the end. Yeah, because they don't want them. They don't want them traumatized. The thing is, though, right? If she got slammed, like the wall just went bang, you can go, okay, she didn't suffer. Holy shit! The speed that roof goes down, she's gonna suffer. That's gonna be one of the most agonizing deaths you've ever seen in your life. It's slowly being crushed, and he's watching. Man, I mean, that must have been a very terrible ending, man. That must have really sucked for Joe. What was her name, though? Was it Princess Peach or what? Princess Peach. Uh, it was uh, Nako? Nakio? Okay. Naoko. I can't pronounce Japanese. I'm sorry. I'm, probably absolutely I'm, so, I'm surprised it wasn't that. Samantha or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It would have been. Can you imagine it was Princess Peach? That'd be so good. Just I got to say, there. this is very reminiscent of Mario. Like this entire like storyline. Uh, other than saving Mar- uh, Princess Peach or not. This is very reminiscent of Mario. I don't think Princess Peach ever got the potential of being crushed by a wall. No. I don't think that was ever in the cards. No, 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 no. That was for kids. That was that was the good ending only for kids. It was the, the good ending. And you feel like you do so much in this game. Like you can get like power-ups. And once you get the power-ups, you just become God. Because you literally, until you get hit, hit, you can just go and just start firing raining fire from the sky using your fire jutsu. And literally fireball jutsu everybody, and nobody's got a chance. 
that that. you turn into a Charizard and went fire blast everywhere. You really do? And it's ridiculous. And considering I had unlimited shurikens at the time, you'd literally just non-stop. Like, you could see someone in the distance, right? Get him. Get him. Get the bastard. But there were, like, things that they try and trick you with. Like, there was the bombs in boxes. I was like, that's just shit. It's Mm, like, yeah, You gotta have to stop so you don't get damaged, you know? Yeah, so you ever thought that was a good idea? Whoever thought putting a bomb in a box was a great idea. <laughs> it's like, what are these guys trying to transport? What what kind of business is this again? Yeah, what yeah, what were they trying to do? What were you little shits? And I know there's a lot of times when there's like with the graphics at the time, they kind of snuck in hidden ways to get hit. Like you see a cheeky bomb hit you. It's like, where the fuck's that come from? But I'm not gonna <laughs> kill it too much on that because it was 1989. Yeah. So, you know, it's a 33-year-old game, so I can't can't pick on it too much for that. I just... I, the speed bothers me, just because earlier Shinobi games, from what I've seen, he yeah. does move faster. As, and a double run, a run, double run, a run would have been great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, when I was watching the VOD, or, or when I was playing the game, when I was playing the game, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was at uh, times two speed. So I didn't actually notice the speed problems, but... um. I can imagine that'd be kind of like times, playing... not a times two speed you wouldn't. <laughs> of course, you dickhead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, hey, I spent like at least an hour doing research for you, man. I'm doing homework for you. Like, can you imagine that? Well, I was watching it at ten times speed. The speed seemed fine for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what you're complaining about. This seems fine. I'm like, it's like Mario just walking. No, times two. This sucker. <laughs> Oh, that's super. You're such a dick. That's, <laughs> that's super. See, you and like, dude, did you have, did you hear, did you have, when you're watching it two times speed, did you have the music on at all? Okay. So I was trying to make sure I paid attention to the music. I'm glad you mentioned that. The music, um, music was class. I, I have in uh, a thought on the music. It was, it was from what I was listening to, and mind you, it was times two still. <laughs> um, it was, it was, I feel like I was just missing Ninja Gaiden, honestly. I was on, like, uh, I've been recently using other 8 bit music, 16 bit music in my videos. Um, uh, Christian Pokemon Champion, by the way, 5,800 subscribers. Come on, go over here. Uh, <laughs> And the Ninja Gaiden music, at least number two, was phenomenal. I was just, I really kind of missed that instead of like this one. It wasn't bad. I just, it felt like it could have been a little bit, a little more faster. Like even at two times speed, it still could have been a little I was, faster. I couldn't believe when you said faster. I was like, you're taking the piss, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I want to play a game, I want it fast. I want it. Well, do you know why? You wouldn't have noticed this. And, and I don't know why it didn't hit me until, again, as I was an adult watching it back. And a lot of the sound effects, because the guy who composed, I can't remember his name, he composed um, Streets of Rage. Oh. And a lot of the sound effects that are in that get of Streets of Rage are in Revenge of Shinobi. Oh, wow. I was like, okay, this... like the, the level up noise, the like end of um, when you finish the zone, like the points getting rewarded and stuff. And it turns out a lot of the team worked on Revenge of Shinobi and then worked on Streets of Rage. And I was like, holy shit, how did I not notice that? Because I was playing Streets of Rage and Revenge of Shinobi at the same time, being on the same cartridge. But I just didn't, as I said as a kid, just didn't notice. But the guy who made this went on to eventually make Streets of Rage 2, which the the soundtrack for Streets of Rage 2 is possibly one of the best soundtracks ever in gaming. Um, oh, wow. But he was on, again, it was a limited 33 years old, so it was a bit more limited than it was when we did Streets of Rage. But I thought, oh, this music is absolutely banging. I got part of me was honestly surprised they didn't just put the Spider Man theme tune, the Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man. I was like, fuck it, put that in there. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it all in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the amount of copyright at this point, I didn't know you were going to say that the sound effects came from a different game. That's just perfect for this game at this point. Just put everything on there. Yeah, well, technically, Streets of Rage came after, so Streets of Rage copied oh, that. Oh, wow. And the tradition continues. Yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just borrow from our own <laughs> games. Wow. Yeah, copy and paste. That's how Sega <laughs> do it, baby. Man, plagiarism. Who cares about that in college? Yeah, look at Sonic 1, Sonic 2. Just Have you got a Sonic sprite? Yep, yeah, copy it. That'll do. Exactly. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. I think that's all. That's Sega's mo. It's like, yeah, just just copy paste. That'll do. Uh, 
I mean, a lot of the stuff was pretty po- copy paste over there back oh, yeah. back in um it, it's good bit sixteen sixteen bit stuff. But I, I still thought even you know again it's sixteen bit early game. I still thought it looked really good. Like I would yeah. think I still thought thought like this game. Okay, yeah, added some extra graphic controls and whatever. I still mm. think you you could play this now and have an absolute ball playing it. Like you still enjoy yourself. That's the thing about gaming. It doesn't have to be like HD, 4K. As long as it's clean, smooth. Like that's why a lot of sprites in Pokemon look so much better in, in 2D because it was just cleaner. But, yeah. Uh, when you go to like X and Y, it's like, wow, this is gross. Is that a Typhlosion, bro? It's disgusting. Oh no, I agree with that because what we, you know, me and you love Pokemon, but like if you compare like the the Generation Four, the Diamond, Pearl, Platinum games, and then compare them when they got re released into you know what was it shining pale whatever it's like hideous Hideous. like fuck disgusting but then (laughs) they work so much better on on when they were on 2d and do you know what i honestly do think i think if he he had a run function and the double jump work better i think Mm -hmm. this game would be if he could re-release this all day long and everyone would enjoy it because i think it's a good it's hard but that doesn't mean to say it's a bad game yes some of the there are problems with it, like the enemy placement sometimes is a bit ridiculous. Like there was yeah. a there was one guy who was just basically standing behind a crate, shooting into a crate. I was like, wasn't that John Rambo? Oh, there was. That was the Rambo character. I was like, what 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 is going on here? Did, did... <laughs> he's obviously clearly John Rambo who's had too many blows to the head, and he's, he's like, doesn't know what he's man. doing. <laughs> he's like concussions kicked in, but I just think it. it, it... Oh yeah, so some of the bosses are a bit shit. Like one of them's a yeah. freaking. Yeah, fight train, kick train. I was like, that's not very Shinobi-esque. Fuck, Spider-Man, get away. There's a couple really interesting choices that I got to say. This was a very interesting, uh, like the the factory when they had that weird machine thing as your, your bad guy, and Jiraiya being the final bad guy. Come on, guys. Well, I think I think the only ones who actually fit into the, you know, Shinobi samurai yeah. ninja thing is probably the first boss where you fight a samurai. And then and it was like more than just a samurai. It's like a, a like a possessed armor samurai. That's kind of a cool idea. Although this at the point I was thinking, how is he that big? Why is why are all boss characters freaking huge Bro, compared man, to me? To hey, I mean, that's the strategy, man. That, the, you're just going in balls to the wall trying to show, throw shurikens everywhere. They're just doing gyms. They're not skipping leg day. No, he's, he was not skipping leg day, and he's, he can ultimately block everything and ding, ding, ding with his sword. <laughs> and then the hey. final boss, who's, yeah, Jiraiya, basically whipping his hair back and forth, and every other one has nothing to do with Shinobis whatsoever. Well... Actually, the the thing that the the final boss is reminiscent of actors, I believe, back in uh, uh well, I don't know when in, in Japan somewhere, but uh, probably the Edo uh, era, or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but that one that one makes sense in the sense of like you know that you know it's Jap- Japanese esque, and I you know I guess technically Godzilla's Japanese. I don't know, man. But like, uh, I was just disappointed that it was just an old guy with hair at the end. I would have liked Godzilla's the ending, just saying. Could you imagine that? He said, Well, I'm not surprised this game you beat him and then he would have turned into Godzilla. That would have been Whoa. that would have been perfect. Bro, man, you know, here's how we fix this game. Run <laughs> faster, faster music, make it a little bit easier, and then Godzilla at the end. Then Godzilla at the end. <laughs> or Mecha Godzilla. Let's just amp this shit up. And then put in Mothra at there too. Just put it everyone. Yeah, just get it in there. And then Joe basically jumps into his own Power Ranger suit. And then we're, we're done. And then Sailor Moon Whoa, turns slow off. Down. Slow down there. That's called copyright. Call, That's calm good. down there. It's ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, basically. Oh, the, it wasn't even the 90s. It was the 80s. It was like, just fucking do it, you ones. It's like, Man. not much of a story. I should say, though, like, as it did say, some of the levels look really good. But then you at the the Chinatown level is the worst. It's just boring, grey, and miserable. It's like fucking hell. Although some of the characters in that are cool. Like some of the bad guys you get to fight are so cool. Like you get to like fight a nun. You get to oh. fight guys who can basically you, you just dance and hit your ultimate weapons. Like, fuck, this is quite cool. Yeah, there's like a nunchuck guy. He's trying to throw knives at him, and he just kind of deflects it. Like, uh, uh, dude, I am so dumb. What's his name? Uh, not Jet Li, the other guy. Bruce Lee. 
Ah, thank you, thank you. That's why I have you. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. You can fight like the stuff, and then they one enemy, one boss. You just decide to go infiltrate the U.S. Army, and you—they've obviously decided to join. You know, Neo Zed as well. If fuck it, we'll join. We're in the whole U.S. Army. You know what? I think they just put like they just put a bunch of ideas. What kind of level we're doing here? No, 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 no. Don't think. Don't be creative, guys. Just, just take it out of the, the hat. We have a system. Uh, a U.S. Army. Okay, good enough. Boom. So basically, this game is kind of like the Family Guy series, where it's like, fuck it. It's like the manatees. It's like, what are we gonna do? Oh, they'll just decide. Uh, yeah, as you said, uh, U.S. Army base. Yeah, fuck it. We'll make something out of that. <laughs> War for cave level. Fuck it. Oh, we we need a bad guy. Spider Man, Batman. Yeah, fucking get him in. They'll they'll all work. They'll all work. Just put him in a game. We'll just call, put a shinobi in there. It'll fucking work out. Don't worry about it, bro. All you need is a ninja, and you got me. You 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 had me at ninja. Yeah, that's all it is. Just put ninja. Everyone loves ninjas. We all love ninjas. We all love ninja turtles. Oh, make 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 him make him a turtle. Make make Joe a turtle. Put him in there. Exactly, exactly. Just give him three other brothers. Give him a rat master. That's that. That's a cool idea, right, Joe? Joe, uh, uh, whatever your name is, Joe. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your name's Joe. My name's Joe. Yeah, I'm actually a samurai master. I yeah, wish I yeah. was. This game's pissed off of me. <laughs> so, what else have you got on your list of things to mention? Uh, I got a couple more things. Uh, so you say this game was slow. Uh, the, the the VOD that I watched was 40 minutes long. Um, but the world record is 12 minutes and 33 seconds. I don't know. I think he what? found the running button. Yeah, he found the running button. What? That's the world minutes. record. 12 minutes, 33 seconds. I'm watching that straight away after this. Do it. Do it. That'd be pretty cool. Um, do we know why he's revenging? I'm just kind of, I'm just, oh, so basically you beat, you beat Zed in the in one of the previous games. And then he basically says, right, fuck this. I'm going to make my old army. uh, I'm going to make it call. I'm going to call it Neo Zed because obviously everything needs Neo and goes and kills your master and goes, tries to uh, ruin the clan. So basically, and then kidnaps the missus. So you're on a revenge quest to, to kill everyone that you see. Exactly, exactly. That as any ninja should. It that's it. That's that's it to a <laughs> T. Um, how difficult? So at this point, we're just getting making sure we get all the ideas, all the thoughts we wanted to make sure before we ending. Um, how difficult was this game in your opinion? Again, you was you were a kid, so things were a lot different in terms of difficulty. But in your perception, what was it? I think it was it was hard, but I think uh-huh. it was one of those. Is like the more I played it, the better I got. You know, it's like the whole get good analogy. Like <laughs> you get to, you just practice, you practice, you practice, and like it's the same thing. Like I've just been playing um, Super Castlevania Four, and yeah. that's a hard game. But but the more you play it, you start to get to know the enemy placement and their movement, mm-hmm. how they work when they come in, what works, and then you can basically progress a little bit more. And then you get to get more of that goodness game. And I think that was how I worked. This is a kid. You know, I would have found the first level hard, and then eventually I plodded on more and more and more. And as adults, we haven't got the time to be saying, oh, I haven't got time to basically play a game for an hour, but not be able to do it. I want to try and get through my video games. But as a kid, you've got all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So so what if I played this game for eight hours straight? It didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. What was I only yeah. losing? Vitamin D from the sunlight. That was about <laughs> yeah. it. And who needs that? Yeah, who needs that? I grew up pretty fine. My knees work. One knee works great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Is that why my knees are broken? Oh, yeah. boy. Video games hurt my knees. Oh man! <laughs> so my, from both... one to t- no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say my my knees do work. I should say, but yeah, there's probably something that video games has killed off in my brain. Probably, probably. I mean, knowing how weird we are, probably did something to us. Correct. Um, from one to ten, how difficult do you, ten being like Ninja Gaiden two, one being Pokemon? How difficult do you think this was? Oh, I'm going to say it's probably. It's probably a six and a half. Ooh, okay. Um, That's actually lower than I thought based off what you were I think, uh, again, it's, it's just practice because you get used to the fact that, you know, once you get used to it, like, it's not like you're not like Kirby. You're just going to walk in and do a like, Pokemon thing. But, right. oh, I just remembered. He's got a freaking um, Castlevania-esque Belmont hitbox. So if he gets hit, he, he flies back. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why is that a thing in video games where <laughs> the character flies back 
as if they've been like literally Ryu upper shuriken uppercutted. <laughs> it's like fuck. Just do the Mario thing and just go, eh, all right, carry on. And I'd never understood why if you touch an enemy, you then just suddenly it's like you like you want to just feign an injury and go, ah, the bastard hit me. And this is never understood why they do that. You but see he, a bat, you go back five feet. Yeah, and he's got it in the off. Oh, that makes it harder in this game. He's got that in this game. So yeah, you can get hit into a pit. You go. It's like fuck. fuck. Castlevania this... stole that. And like, we'll make that idea ours. It's like get hit and fall into a pit. We'll make that our idea, definitely. The the kids love that. They love when they fall into a pit. Oh, that really riles me up. Like when you they 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 place an enemy, they place an enemy somewhere. You know the chances are you're gonna get hit, and if you hit, you're gonna bounce that five foot backwards into a pit, and that's instant death. Oh, I freaking hate when video game creators do that because they know what they're freaking doing. And then you look into their eyes, and they look into your eyes, and you have a moment where you're like, "We both know what's gonna happen, and if you do this, I'm gonna chuck my controller across the room. So are you gonna make me fall into this pit?" Bat. Yeah. One of one of us is going to die. Either you as a sprite or me as the controller is going to die at this point. And I think if I played this game now, you know, that old Mega Drive controller was quite sturdy. So that took a quite a few blows back in the day. I don't think... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I did. Jesus. You just put together back with tape, man. That's what I did. <laughs> you know, you, I think we used me and my brother used it as weapons. Just swing that <laughs> bastard round. Go! Put, put a little string behind them. You got a little ch- nunchuck right now, right? Yeah, could you imagine doing that with a PS5 control? I'm just going to swing this around my head. Bro, I am not going to chuck that thing. That thing's like $100. I ain't doing that. I know, it's like $100 here, and that's Australian. It's worth more than here. Ridiculous. Dang, man. Dang, man. And so, yeah, um, never. So never. this difficulty level, I did want to mention real quick how uh, I think I was thinking, why, why is this game so popular? Other than the fact that it's chocked full of copyright. I, I was think... thinking, I think... No, no, go on, go on. Oh, I think it's probably because it was old school. It was old school Mega Drive. It's, I think, mean, it still holds up, apart from yeah, the obvious yeah. mechanical problems. But it was what we had, and the Shinobi games were a legacy game, just because they made they were in that box. Mega Games, that was it. Mega Games one and two, because it was in that Mega Games box with Streets of Rage and Golden Axe. It was cemented as like one of the big three. To, to start your video game console. And I guarantee a lot of people who be listening to this, we go, do you know what? I either had the one of those two boxes or I had the six box and with all six of them on. And it was way, it was like a gateway into gaming for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was at the, almost at a perfect amount of difficulty uh, where you are in this situation in psychology where it is not too difficult where you get upset, but not too easy where you get bored. It's a phenomenon where it's like, if you are good at something and you're being watched, like an audience, uh, the audience does not hinder, and it might even make it easier for you to do the certain task. Like if you're good at riding a bike, um, you go faster because the audience watching you and you are just naturally good at riding the bike. If you are naturally bad at something or if the game is difficult and you have that audience, um, you become naturally worse at that particular object. Like, for instance, I'm bad at fishing. If someone's watching me, I'm going to be even worse. Um, they actually tested this phenomena with cockroaches with light. Um, it, for real. Uh, they ha- I think it was a light or a smell, something like that. And they had uh, they had a cockroach literally in front of their friends, their pure cockroach French friends, and they'd see how fast they would go. And they got faster when they, when they had the audience. It was pretty interesting, actually. <laughs> I never thought we'd be going to cockroaches on this well, show. Man, when you're with CPC, I don't care where you're going, but it's going to be entertaining when you get there. Well, I think I played this game on my own because I don't think my brother ever watched me play it because it's like he'd only ever really either play if it was Sonic or if it was one of our co-op games. But no, I think this was a solitary game for me. Um, so yeah, I can imagine with an audience member, I'd probably be like, oh, leave me alone. No one <laughs> they watch me. That'd be shit. Dude, dude, I'm trying to beat this guy be spider-man with my knife just just let me play the game mom i was just and that was a time when spider-man wasn't my you know god of everything because he is now but he wasn't back then so back then i was like ah fuck it just kill him but now i'll be like kill him i can't do it spider-man still kicking just just, just took another stab who cares it's just spider-man spider-man oh do you know a part of me is like 
just if they ever release this again with Spider-Man and just put the 90s cartoon theme music in mm. there and that would be the yeah. best thing ever. <laughs> like doing the next men game, put the nineties cart nineteen theme in there. Oh, I wouldn't put it past them. Well, I wouldn't put. They probably have. You know, it literally be Wolverine will be in there somewhere. It's just why not? It's just fucking copyright this shit. <laughs> Let's just go ham, man. So, if you had to then score this game then out of ten, what would you give it? I okay. So I did have a, a final thought on it, and uh, and when I when I finished the game, or uh, yeah, I I finished the game. I went to the ending. I saved the girlfriend. Um, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And she didn't die. Um, I was honestly kind of bored. I mean, despite the fact that there was just like the random cool things like Spider Man, I was kind of disappointed. This felt very basic. I felt like this was just any other game. I was Your like, basic. Shut up. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Let's not talk about me. We know how how basic I am. <laughs> I okay. It is not a bad game. I just feel like it just wasn't. It wasn't interesting enough. It wasn't unique enough. Other than Spider Man, within a ninja game, I'm gonna give it a five. That's fair. I'm gonna give it a six. Six. Okay. Okay. Well, you're the one that actually liked this game. This is one of your I very did. First I games. did. I think. I think the it was a, it's an okay game. I just think its mechanics because if it had its better uh-huh. mechanics, I'd be giving it a seven. And the oh, labyrinth okay. stage is apparently a dick. I said I wouldn't know because I only got like literally two minutes in. And that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think if it was had better mechanics, I'd be pushing seven eight. But that's what really stopped me enjoying it as much as I did. But yeah, I think a six is for, for where it sits now. Um, I'd say a six. Okay, that I think that's pretty fine. I think it's pretty fine. Yeah. Well, my friend, it has been once again an interesting conversation when we've learned so much about copyright, <laughs> about cockroaches, <laughs> about everything. Ooh. Not nothing to do with shinobis at all, but it was all in there. But as again, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. This was a push because I never played this, and I, I just said to you, "Hey, you you choose a game this time," and it was an interesting experience. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And that was episode 48 of Adventure Shinobi. Thank you very much to CPC for joining in as always. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much to all you guys for listening and I hope you've had a good time. Until then, I'll see you all next week. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.